Welcome to episode 123 of Drew Sports Crew here on this Sunday morning. Myself, Drew Skyberg, here to bring you the news in the Wisconsin sports world, right? We're here to talk about the two big things going on with Wisconsin sports. It's still, it's Buck Summer League, and it is the Milwaukee Brewers. Back from an all-star break, had a, a three-game series that Right as of we're recording right now, before Game Three, so far so good, right? Um, love the results so far. Love the three straight shutouts there. The last run the Reds have scored was, I believe, Ellie De La Cruz stealing home, which is and ends up working out the Brewers' favor there. Uh, but it's going well here, and excited to get into this Milwaukee's. You know, into the Milwaukee sports stuff right now. I'm, I'm really excited for Packers training camp, right? And that's coming up here in a few weeks. But what else is coming up in a few weeks here is Thursday, August 10th, a live show at Petskull Brewing Co. Drew Sports Crew, Journey to Million, right? We're going to have Journey to Million, myself, Drew Skyberg, joined alongside Zach Roush and Jared Valeski, right? We're going to, all three of us, we will be at Petskull Brewing Company for a live show. This show will be able to be will be able to be heard here after it's complete. We have audio being recorded there. And again, with special thanks to David Neuenfeld on that. Uh, he's going to help us out with, with some audio there, getting that audio. It'll be available here. It'll be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, it'll be available. And looking forward to that. We're going to have interactive games. Definitely going to be a giveaway of some sort. So keep that in mind. Um, and we're, we're going to preview, right. The NFL season as a whole, but more generally, right. Who are your award winners going to be our super bowl predictions, playoff, what all that good stuff. We'll talk about futures a little bit, right. We'd we love to get into that. Also, then we're going to, we're going to transition to Packers, right. We're going to have some Packer predictions, some Packer awards stuff, um, all that good stuff. And we're just going to try to give an outlook for, you know, you know, the NFL offseason here in summer, there's so many other things people are doing, and we want to make sure everyone's well informed before the season starts. So that's that's what we're there, what we're gonna be doing, and we're also gonna enjoy the night. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Thursday, August 10th, again, 7 p.m. start in Manitowoc. All the information at Drew Sports Crew on Instagram is available there, or Drew Sports Crew on Facebook. That's the big announcement. Get that out of the way. Schedule and out scheduling wise. This week, looking a little different. We're back to Wednesday, around 4, 4.30, a journey to million. Um, again, there's a post that I'll let you know in the morning, that morning of to you know what time we're going live there. Again, we're doing games and all that good stuff in the offseason. Then this Friday, I'll be previewing a DFS slate. Yes, not Saturday, not Sunday, Friday this week. Um, and then I mean, I, then I'm anticipating Sunday night, then episode 124 of Drew Sports Crew will be the way we go this week schedule-wise. So there's all your announcements. We got, again, Bucks and Brewers. Let's start in Summer League. Um, I was last week, as of the recording last week, we were hyping up Bucks for 2-0. Bochamp, Marjan Bochamp was thriving. Um, this Bucks team was playing really well, and then they lose three straight games to end the Summer League. So Tuesday, they played Brooklyn. Right, Brooklyn, they lose to by twenty. Um, you know, this is this is a good a good Brooklyn Nets summer league team. Um, you know, like I know it's summer league, but they they did have they do have some guys who 
right, who have really good college pedigree, right, and are just working a transition into the NBA, right? I mean, like Jalen Wilson, David Duke Jr., uh, Armani Brooks. I mean, they have they had a lot of a lot of talent on the, their team. Not to say the Bucks didn't, but in this one, Marjan Bochamp was shut down. 0 for 5 from the field, 23 minutes played, four turnovers, two rebounds, two assists, no points. Minus 22, minus 22 plus minus. Andre Jackson Jr. Not there offensively yet. As well, we've talked about like how the D. It feel when you look at Jackson when you watch him on tape. The defense is NBA ready. You know, like whether like obviously it's going to be a proven model right now. You know, you feel with with Jackson, he could play, he could play defensively at the NBA level. Right now, the offense isn't there, and we've seen it in in a little bit. Um, he made a three in this one, but. You know he's he's a good rebounder. We talked about, but he had four turnovers, four fouls, um, only five points. He finished with two for seven shooting. Just just some inconsistency there. Chris Livingston's been an interesting um, story so far in summer league, and we'll talk about his lead scorer uh, yesterday's game against Sacramento. But yeah, he it feels you know he, he needs some like Livingston's coming along offensively which we talked about kind of living as a prospect. It's interesting where he would have been, you know, if he would, would have stayed with Kentucky one more season. I mean, again, this guy would have been probably a first round pick. So um, you, you like the value gain Livingston. There's going to be this learning curve for sure with him. Um, so not much else in this one, you know, it was an ugly game, I guess, to keep it nice. Uh, and then they did play um, on Thursday pulling that one up here they played Miami yes they played the heat and in this one yes they lost this one was 91 72 so similar score um and again this is a, a good team right Mark had alum Jamal Kane who who by the way has been on NBA roster now and is going around the G League so bring some experience in this game lit it up uh 10 for 17 uh, eight boards three assists I mean he looks great if he's not on an, on the Heat's roster this year, he's going to be lighting up in G League, and he'll be up uh, based on how he's looked. Similar story again for Jackson. I mean, one for five, one for three from three. Seven rebounds again. Um, six fouls, three turnovers again. Again, this will come with Jackson. Livingston, two for seven. I'd say probably his worst game of summer league was, was this one against Miami. And then Bochamp, three for nine. Again, uh, the offense was was not there for Bochamp. Lindell Wigginton's with has been with the summer league the last few games, right? He's been with the Bucks there in Vegas, and he's looked offensively like again he's been on you. You could tell like he has been through the NBA process. Uh, he looked he looked really well. I mean, with limited opportunity, he made the most of it. I, I felt offensively, so I was pleased with Wigginton's performance here. I feel like Wigington and like AJ Green, like like we know, right? I mean, not that they're proven, but like they've proven in G League that they can score, and then they brought, came up to NBA and they've they've ha- been able to handle some sort of role there. So Thursday again, not not a good result. Another tough squad though, nonetheless, they still lose. Last game here was Kings Bucks ninety two to eighty four. This game was known for the ugly three point shooting. Um, the Bucks had an individual shoot three for seventeen from three. Uh, Craig Randall 
was the guy there. Uh, six for 22 he finished with in this one. But, yeah, not not a good three-point showing. They were leaving him open. and um, But this this Kings one, this was just the, the toughest loss out of all of them, I feel. Um, it, it was not just not a – Bucks didn't play well. Other than Chris Livingston, who 9 for 14, 22 points. Is, this was his best game of summer league here. Um, Taco Fall played it a little in this one, nine minutes. Of course, he got a block. Had to add that to the stat sheet. But, yeah, Livingston led the way. Craig Randall was 6 for 22, though. Andre Jackson was 2 for 4. Uh, this was a game for Jackson where, okay, he didn't score a lot, but you certainly would be pleased with how he played as like a role player. Four steals, four boards, one assist. The turnovers are going to come, you know, they'll, they'll come down with time. Uh, I, I, you know, Jackson's definitely played. You're pleased with, I don't know if you're pleased with how Jackson played. Marjan Beauchamp did not play, by the way, in this one. So that's kind of where like guys like Craig Randall step up and have to log more minutes. Uh, Livingston, you're, you're pleased with as well. I don't know. I, I think this summer league, right? You finish, you finish two and three. You start two and zero. Oh. I, I think the big takeaway for this was just seeing where like guys like where Chris Livingston, Andre Jackson, seeing where they're at, and then kind of right. We've seen the college tape, but how can you improve them from there? That was big for me. And then also Marjan Beauchamp, um, right? He he's made strides. There's there's no denying that. But he you can certainly see he's not necessarily NBA ready. Like I don't think he's ready to be that rotation guy yet even like a Javon Carter role. Um, but I think he will become that. He could even become that this season, you know, like midway through or whatnot. I don't know. I, I don't think he'll be on the G League team, but um, definitely optimistic with Bochamp, right? But we just need – it'll come over time um, is where I'm at with him. But I really like – like I've really liked Chris Levinson so far, and I'm hoping, right, the Bucks did sign him, so that's not an issue. Four-year contract, they four-year six seven point six four million dollar deal, so it could be a steal for the Bucks there. We just gotta wait and see how he how he progresses here throughout throughout like G League and whatnot. But suddenly told us a whole lot here. It was nice to see guys like Taco Fall um, come along, and Amari Moore was what I mentioned. I don't know if these guys necessarily played them on played onto a role, but. I could see them. I could see them filling up the G League team for sure. Um, so it was a fun, fun, fun G League roster or not G League summer league roster for the Milwaukee Bucks. But I believe that's all because they had the four games mainly scheduled at Kings one, and it looks like that's gonna be that's gonna be it. As right, the Bucks to make the championship. But I always love summer league, so. That'll put a close to that. And then, yeah, training camp for the Bucks is kind of like, or not Bucks, for the Packers is like the next other offseason thing we're waiting on. But we do have Brewers baseball back in swing after the All-Star game there. Yelch, of course, not making it snubbed. But nonetheless, you know, I mean, National League wins it. It was, it was a rare, rare thing to see. Um, but, yeah, coming back, going to Cincinnati right away Friday. And I was talking about this yesterday on Drew's Baseball Crew, the betting show here, um, that you know ever, everyone was taking or everyone was fading Corbin Burns, right? Everyone was saying, okay, don't take Corbin Burns. He's going to do bad. The The weather in Cincinnati, the balls are going to fly. Burns hasn't done well. 
Reds offense is going to be hot, whatever. Um, 13 strikeout performance for Burns, their best outing of the year. And yeah, I mean, like you just see the way his worst war changed after that game too. Now at 1.3, he's now seventh on the team, but as best outing of the year, it came at a great time for the Brewers. Now, by the way, your first place Milwaukee Brewers outright. And also now owning the tiebreaker after the win Saturday, right? Back-to-back shutouts, three straight shutouts, as I've talked about. Um, but yeah, owning the tiebreaker, they have won the regular season um, head-to-head matchup against the Reds. So they have the tiebreaker come if they tie to win the division. That's a plus. We know with how the central um, is performing, they might not, you know, like it might be only one team right now. It looks like that might only be one team making the playoffs. So you definitely need to have all those tiebreakers, which is crazy. We're in July. We're two weeks away from the deadline or so. Uh, the, the Brewers, they win one, nothing, three, nothing Peralta, the swinging strikes for Peralta. So that's a big thing, right? We like to look at is right, how many swinging strikes is he getting? And against the Cubs two weeks ago, he had, one of the highest swing strike outputs in a game this season out of all pitchers. I believe he was like, I think it was 28 swinging strikes, but he ended up being like number four or five out of all pitchers and fastball velo has been up. I mean, there's a lot of like a lot of things that Freddie Peralta is doing right now that, you know, we know the inconsistency has always been the issue, right? And not going deep into the games too, but has another good outing goes Decent into the game, decently deep. ERA is still 4-4. You know, I'm not saying like he's been perfect this year. ERA is over four. But you go to the stat cast page, right? And a lot, lot of good things. I mean, he's he's above average in a lot of like in the 70, 70, 70 percentile on a lot of things. Um, with percentage 87th percentile. So you see a lot of good things. Um like he, he what he is. He's going to be a solid. I mean, he's a solid number two, number three guy in your rotation. Um, the XBA is 226 right now, which is actually the highest of his career, which is interesting. Um, last year was 190, XBA of 190. Um, his XERA is also is the second highest of his career at 390. So, right, I mean, he's given up the long ball. That's been the thing. But otherwise, it hasn't been like, I don't know. I, I feel like... It's only he's gonna get under control, and I've I've been happy so far with Peralta's results as a pitcher. We're hoping for Woodruff to be back soon. I imagine it's gonna be the Velo numbers when he was throwing. It was he wasn't he wasn't touching even ninety five. I don't think with the fastball. It was like ninety two, ninety three. I know it was like it's one of his first bullpen sessions, but I'm definitely a little concerned with when. Woodruff will be back. We love, we love Brandon Woodruff. He was my dark horse Cy Young pick to start the year. Yes, uh, injury injuries stink. Is right. That's for anything, right? But um, Brandon Woodruff, we're hoping we get him back soon. Right? He he's what this team needs. He's gonna feel like a trade deadline acquisition when he comes back. Whenever it is, he's gonna feel you're gonna have him back, and it'll be like, well, who do we have to give up for this guy? And turns out you don't didn't have to give up anyone. So. Looking forward to that. I'm optimistic to how Hauser pitches on Sunday, right? Which is today. If you're listening after, you'll know, but I think that'll impact soon because soon the Brewers will have to make a rotation decision. You'd imagine it'd be Colin Ray, but Hauser's pitched decent, you know, and 
His ERA is now at three six eight, and yeah, Rays is a four seven. So yeah, you imagine Rays so far would be the one. Even the underlying numbers, he has the highest FIP and some other metrics that would indicate it would be him who would be out of the the spot. But yeah, I mean, going back to Saturday, yesterday's game, Brewers. Rainley starts like Yelch hits another home run, leadoff home run, first pitch of the game. Uh, they have one hit was what the Reds had, and there was a pitch in there that was questionable. Could have been strike three that um, after they get a, a, a weak a weak hit, Cincinnati does, and that's the only hit they have in the game. So could have been a no-hitter, but that's baseball. Not making excuses. It's not a no-hitter. Not saying that, but definitely, you know, just funny how baseball works sometimes. But the bullpen has been like the big thing, right? You're just starting to feel a little, little bit of like 2018 for a second, where this bullpen, not like the season itself, but like 2018. I mean, it could be 2018, but um, with Piams and Pagero, I mean, it feels like okay. Um, you know, I get like Jeremy Jeffress vibes, right? Bringing like having him there, and he just it's lights out, you know. He's lights out for like that whole season, and you just get that with like Piams with how he's pitched so far this year. Era one point eight three. I mean, Pagero's had two two nine, but he's been solid in that like seventh inning role or so. Piams has secured the setup, man. That is definitely who you want out there. Fifty one strikeouts, forty four and a third. Um, again, yeah, the ERA one eight three, and then Devin Williams one seven eight. Of course, he's looked great. 49 strikeouts and 35 and a third. Um, Piams has surrendered five home runs, which is the most like in the bullpen right now. Uh, so that's been something to monitor. But then Milner, like having Milner as like that lefty specialist too. ERA 2-5. I mean, like I had higher expectations for Milner coming in, but like a 2-5 ERA would have been like one of the best outcomes I would have I would have given. So they love to see that. Hoping Strzelecki can make it back. Ira was four or five. You know he was struggling. He was giving up, giving up some runs, hard contact. But we're hoping Strzelecki comes back soon. If and if needing that spot there, uh, Bryce Wilson has been has been solid too. It's been so quiet. Bryce Wilson has pitched forty three innings. Right, Ira is at two seven right now. Like. And for context, Julio Tehran's pitched 47 innings for the Brewers. So just how Wilson, how effective Wilson has been this year is is incredible. So I just find find that interesting to see. Um, yeah, that, that's the big thing with the rotation here. And I'm optimistic here, you know, moving forward that this rotation continues it. I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. And... Going through the offense here, right? Who's hot? Who's not? We know William Contreras is hot. Scorching hot. Uh, he's risen his batting average now to 272. OPS now over 800, right? And this is that from a catcher, right? OPS plus of 118, so he's 18% above league average as well. Christian Yelch still scorching hot. OPS of 829, 126 OPS plus. And he's up, right? He's up to 12 home runs and 20 one steals is Christian Yelich. So it's been good to see that with the new rules. I do want, I, I was looking at this found this interesting. Um, the Brewers have right. Take advantage of the new rules for sure. They're like middle of the pack in the league and stolen bases, I believe. Uh, but 
like as a like as a team, but like they have they have good balance. I feel with with guys stealing double digit bases right now. Terang stole his tenth yesterday, so now it's Terang at ten, Weimer at eleven, Miller at twelve, Yelch at twenty one, and Contreras even has a steal. Um, and then Tyron Taylor already has five steals. It's nice to have him back. I'm hoping Taylor gets gets the bat going. That's really what we're looking for. So, and that's that's been nice to see. Uh, Perkins has three steals. He's already gotten, you know, he's been caught stealing twice. He's gotten picked off, though, multiple times there. Also, Monasterio is up to three steals as well. So, just keeping that in mind. Let's go to week 17 here, looking at what's up, what's up for the Brewers. We got an off day tomorrow. So, the schedule. So, it's been so weird where the Brewers have to play all those games straight. Right, they had that long streak of games from late June to to early July here, or mid July actually, and then you you have the, you have a break then for four days for the All Star break. You play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then they give you an off day on Monday, <laughs> so you play three games now after having a break. Then you get an off day. Brewers do go from Cincinnati to Philadelphia, and they will play the Phillies for three games in Philly, and they go. 5.40 p.m. Tuesday. This is all central time. Then they go 5.40 on Wednesday. And then 11.35 on Thursday. All three are going to be on Valley Sports, Wisconsin. So no worries on that. Then we have next Saturday. Or then Saturday. Keep, keep these in mind. Brewers and Braves. So it is, right, the Braves are... Coming to Milwaukee, 7, 10 p.m. This is a home game. Giveaways all weekend, so keep this in mind. Friday night, Friday night's giveaway is a Negro Leagues tribute game. Um, What is it? it? That's what the theme is. And then you get a Milwaukee Bears sweatshirt, so keep that in mind. So community night, right? It's, it's the That's going to be the game. It's the Negro Leagues tribute game. And you get, uh, the, again, the Milwaukee Bears sweatshirt. So keep that in mind. And then Saturday, you get a City Connect beach towel. So that's presented by High Chew, it says. First 30,000 will get those beach towels. They look nice. That game is on Fox, not FS1, Fox. So you know, that on national television on Saturday. And Sunday's that Sunday fun, fun day bundle. I've hyped up a bunch. Or $59 gets you a. Four outfield tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas, and a parking pass. Keep in mind, parking pass is $15 right there. Um, or on weekends, actually, I think 20 bucks. So you're getting a great value. So good stuff uh, for the weekend there. Negro Leagues tribute on Friday, beach towel on Saturday, Sunday, fun day on Sunday. So week 17. I'm waiting to build the prediction because. Um, waiting, like I'll, I'll have it up tomorrow, but right now after this game, we'll know more about who's confirmed starting for the Brewers throughout the week. And also the Phillies, they're off, they're off tomorrow as well. So want to see right now, I see Aaron Nola slated in on Tuesday, but I think after this game, I think Nola will be there still, but Wednesday and Thursday, I think will change a little bit. So just waiting on that. Those were the main things here on, again, episode 123 here of Drew's Sports Crew. Looking forward to this prediction here. Um, 
Now again, not gonna give it out, but at True Sports Crew, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok is where you can find content. There you'll find the record prediction challenge as well, Drew Sports Crew on YouTube and Facebook. Also, power rankings out on Tuesday. Brewers will be on it. Promise you that. That's gonna wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skybrick. Have a great rest of your Sunday and rest have a great week as well. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew. The perfect podcast for you.